everybody. This is Saturday Morning Cartoons. I'm Danny, and this is my co-host, Quinn. Hello, I'm Quinn. I am the co-host, and this is my co-host, Danny. Hi, everybody. I'm Danny, the co-host of Saturday Morning Cartoons. This is Saturday Morning Cartoons. This is our first episode. It is a podcast about young ladies who are also adult young ladies who really enjoy cartoons. Yep, we like cartoons. Oh, Unai- boy, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> unironically. Completely unironically. Truthfully. Yes. Heart and hearts. Mm-hmm. We also enjoy overanalyzing cartoons. Boy, oh boy, do we enjoy overanalyzing cartoons. Boy, oh boy. Boy, and oh boy. Opinions will be said, and that's mostly what this is. Cartoons opinion poll. <laughs> Danny and Quinn edition. Danny and Quinn edition. <laughs> Nothing but Danny and Quinn. Danny and Quinn forever. Danny and Quinn 100 years. All right. Um, Let's get started. First of all, Gravity Falls is coming back July 13th. And that is the only time it's coming back for any foreseeable future. <laughs> my sources say, that is to say, one blog that just happened to zoom by on my dashboard says that that will be the only episode of Gravity Falls for the entire month of July. I hate Gravity Falls. <laughs> I love it so much. It makes me so angry. So angry. Lord God, the rage. Ugh, nothing but rage all day. I, I I do not understand the episode delays. I I do not try to understand them. I just angry about them. I mean, yeah, I get it. Cartoons take a long time to make, and Gravity Falls is a really beautiful cartoon, but like gorgeous. I don't know. It seems to have the choppiest schedule I've ever seen of any cartoon. It really makes me wonder just what's going on. I just uh I am tired. I'm just <laughs> I'm a good schedule gal. I like slots and dates and reoccurrence. <laughs> Quinn is a creature of habit, by I definition. I am a habitat creature. Ha- habit. Habitat. Alright. Like a, like a baby be rabbit. Be you, <laughs> you need to be consistent or she'll curl up on herself and die, probably. And Gravity Falls is that, but cartoon form. No, but it's actually really, like, concerning, honestly. Like, I didn't even know if they were going to make it through their first season. Which, by the way, everyone thought their first season was also their second season mm-hmm. because it took them so long to go from their first season to the second part of the first season, honestly. It and was ridiculous. It's, I don't think that puts in danger their older audience, but I do, do think that puts in danger any chance of a younger audience. Um, I actually have no idea what their younger audience, like, demographic is. I, I've spoken to, like, many children in my life. Um, I, like, my mom is living with another family and they have like three little kids and then sometimes I have to interact with little kids at my job and I ask them and I'm like what's your favorite cartoon and not once has Gravity Falls ever come up with a little kid oh no I mean I mean I wish it did uh because kids are great Gravity Falls is great kids and Gravity Falls should like get together have a dance party probably but I've never met a child who likes Gravity Falls except uh except my boyfriend's little sister and she's 12 so maybe that's their demographic I wish though I just wish it was more consistent it's so good very um ooh, so good <laughs> um what was the the last episode that aired was the pacifica pacifica episode right no the last episode that aired before like the, oh yeah before there the was finale? the you know yeah the finale yeah that yeah. happened <laughs> the finale was really good too um I feel like everybody kind of saw it coming by this point I think just because we had so long to sit on it um, not me specifically. I don't do fan theories. I like, I go with the flow. I read other fan theories and I'm like, hmm, I don't have time for this. 
Not to say that people who make fan theories don't like have like more time than us. We have no, we do nothing. I I'm along for the ride kind of gal. I am along for the ride and then harsh criticism at the end of the ride. That is me <laughs> <in> cartoons. <laughs> I didn't vomit into my shoes. What kind of ride was this? This is bullshit. This is this is a shit coaster. Shit coaster. <laughs> shit coaster. While you're watching TV. <laughs> but yeah, um. I don't really have, actually, I have more to say uh, on something we've talked about before, which is the Pacifica Northwest episode, than I really have to do with the finale. Like, I like the finale. Um, Stan had another scene where he was, some reason, hot in it. It's attractive. Baffling. And it's the hair. It's But that Truly time, baffling. I'm pretty sure the hat was on. It's, when he becomes action hero, he becomes attractive. Questions unanswered. That's actually with the question mark at the top of um, the Mystery Shack repre- represents. It's like, Stan? Hot? <laughs> what? More at 11. It's upsetting, truly. Um, what was it? What was the fan called? Hunkle Stan? Hunkle Stan? I remember someone made a post that was so cute. It was like, if you can't, if you uh, can't handle me at my grunkle, then you don't deserve me at my hunkle. Oh, and no. it was like, sir, go eat an orange. This is why Shumbler is trash. Get, get hydrated, please. <laughs> Take a nap. Moisturize, and then drink three gallons. Just go sleep. get it together. But, yeah, um, what did you think of the finale? I, I, all I know is that I am just confused and ready. <laughs> <laughs> um... I really liked the finale. I thought it was great. Um, I feel kind of bad and a little bit sad that everybody in the and everybody in the fandom immediately assumed that since um, since Mabel chose Stan, chose to trust Dan that Dipper would have like immediately like betray her or be like you know what fuck this noise I don't care about you or our brother sister ship anymore and like um. That was really sad. I was, and it I, seems inaccurate based off the what I consider over revealing previews of the next episode. I feel like the advertisements for the next episode have literally told me everything that's going to happen. That's in the next never episode. happened once in my life thus far. <laughs> Usually, I'm like, oh, that's the whole movie or the whole show. They're always like, bam, bitch, you thought it was, but actually, we have a team of motherfuckers who have gone to school to know exactly what to put in previews. <laughs> No, but, um... Dipper, Dipper seems completely ecstatic in, in the previews, though. Yeah, he's, he's like, he enjoys knowledge. I don't think he would... I don't and think, answers. <laughs> I feel like maybe even if he was mad at Mabel, he would... I feel like Dipper would actually just, um, understand that he made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Because he loves Mabel, and that's been made really, really clear in the show. And it makes me sad that a lot of people are like, yeah, Mabel wasn't on Dipper's side this one time, so he's gonna be like, man, forget you, Mabel. Fuck, fuck Mabel's. Fucking Mabel's all over the country. Fuck yeah, him. I think a lot of people forget in the in the show. Even like at one point, the writers didn't get this that that D- Dipper and Mabel are always friend, brother, and sisters, and and fighting doesn't come naturally to them, which is great for a sibling relationship. So. I think it was. Did you know Gravity Falls? Uh, did you know is a if you've never listened, if you never watched it, it's a YouTube series. And it's really good. It gives a lot of really interesting facts about cartoons and stuff. No, that's 107 facts. Oh, okay. Sweetie, calm down. <laughs> uh, Did You Know gives a lot of really good facts and stuff um, uh, about cartoons, uh, various types. About, like, there's one about, like, cartoon bands, and there's one about, like, cartoon pilots. Anyway, there's one where they do um, Gravity Falls. Or maybe this was 107 facts. I don't remember. 
and I think it was 107 facts. It was probably 107 facts. And there In was that like case, poop. <laughs> don't do that. Poop, but this. stop. <laughs> there was a like note in the um for the writers of Gravity Falls that Alex Hirsch leaves and it's like the two kids like each other. They don't they fight sometimes, but at the end of the day they always like each other and this never ever ever changes. And I'm really glad that he said that because a lot of people will write siblings as like hating each other or always trying to get on each other's nerves and yeah that's true for some siblings these seem to be cartoonists that are only children (laughs) (laughs) i guess so like i guess cartoonists who never really had siblings are like or older cartoonists maybe are like yeah i fucked i hated my sister Mm -hmm. but you know that was during the 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 hay fever of 1862 the cold war no, that's not hyperbole if it's, like, an actual thing that people live oh. through. <laughs> hay fever was a thing. Yeah, hay fever was a thing. But it was never, like, an epidemic. Hay fever was an epidemic. Habit- hay-, hay fever was not- You're thinking of yellow fever. Any kind of fever. Just kill fuckers, man. Hay <laughs> fever is literally like your nose is itchy because of allergies. Like, Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so, you know, like, all the elderly who make cartoons were like, I hated my sister because when it was time for us to eat, she always punched me in the nose so she could get the last rabbit bone, and there was only four rabbits in the whole town. But I I almost starved because of that bitch. I also hate the youth and, and, and And, new music. And women, probably. And women. Most likely women. Women. Anyway. with melanin. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for that. My dad tanned once, plow on the field, and I was like, Dad, you need to get out of here before I call the cops, probably. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel guys, not as interesting as cartoons. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. <laughs> Gravity yeah. Falls. The point is, it was really cool because Alex was like, the kids like each other, and you always need to remember that when you're writing them. Even when they fight, they still like each other at the end of the day, which I really, really appreciate. Um, at, for like sibling relationships because that's not always the case it's like like uh, Dee Dee and Dexter for instance like Dee Dee I don't even know if Dee Dee even liked Dexter to this day I'm still really confused if, as to whether or not Dee Dee even liked him she like she purposefully destroyed his shit all the time she's like Wander you know and like I don't know what Wander knows <laughs> like I don't know I don't know how cognizant Dee Dee was of, like, all the damage she was causing to her brother. And he hated her. Hated her guts. Like, completely. I don't think there was an episode of Redemption in there for that sibling relationship. I don't think so. They've, like, worked together before, but they kind of went back to fighting at the end. And it wasn't, like, sibling rivalry or anything. It was, like, it was like some strange ingrained hatred inside of her. Like, she seemed to truly hate him. Like, at the core of her being, but she, like, <laughs> smiled through all of it. And, and balleted. Yeah, and balleted through all of it. But, and, like, he hated her, but he was too small to do anything about it. Like, it was really weird. I never really got love between them, like you would do with, like, Dipper and Mabel. It was, it seemed to always just be anger. Yeah, and I always, I just generally appreciate the new movement of positive relationship rather than negative relationship. And, and the fact that anyone was, like... Dipper's gonna be mad at Grunkle Stan or Mabel. Most likely, if he's gonna be mad at anyone for a small amount of time, it will be Grunkle Stan, just because of the roundabouts and the... The lies. The, yeah, the lies and the mishaps and the, you knew all along? Ah, no. Here's my grandpa. Where's he been? Assuming that's even his grandpa. They might have, like, a third sibling we don't know about. 
Doubtful. Who's the grandpa? <laughs> Grandpas are more common. Who's grumbles. the grandpa? Grumbles is a word made by this series. <laughs> Grandpas are first and foremost in the family chain. I'm just saying, where's the grandpa? That's got to be the grandpa. Yeah, it's probably the grandpa. He came out of the portal. Portal grandpa. Grandpa portal. All that. Yep. Uh, the you said you had something to say about the Pacifica episode. Before yeah. That? Yeah. Um. We have we both we've talked at length about the Pacifica episode. Yeah, but they don't know that. I know. We were gonna go into it, bitch. What? <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah, and just like a lot of a lot of the well, we've talked about we talked about this before with generally it was I guess it started with Mabel and how how. How we kind of like, but also dislike how the show handles Mabel and her being a girl and existing, you know? <laughs> and generally, just like how the show, most shows in general actually, just handle girls existing in their shows. <laughs> just incorrectly. At all. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, just a lot of the stuff with uh, Pacifica and how how uh, how Mabel should have like led her redemption. How how Dipper Dipper did not have to be the one who finally brought Pacifica out of the dirt when Mabel was the the jumper cables of that general relationship. The jumper cables. Yeah, like uh, you know she she did all the heavy lifting and yeah. then Dipper got all the rewards at for, the end of it yeah. for possible romantic relationship later on. Who knows? Maybe not. But hopefully like, not. Hopefully not. Uh, I think, I don't know if she, I guess, I think it's because, you know, I'm not the target audience. So when I was a kid, I used to do a lot of shipping of like, you know, kids who were also on TV. Because I was also a child at the time. So, like, yeah, I get it. They're like, kids like to do shipping. Kids like romantic relationships. And that's true. We like I, to do shipping, huh? We still like to do shipping. Yes, but not of children. Because no. we are adults now. <laughs> it's, it's a new day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I get it. Kids like to do shipping of stuff of people who look like them and people who are their same ages. I get that. I understand. But I don't want anything romantic to happen between Dipper and Pacifica. Um, for no particular reason other than I just don't want it. It's just not something I desire. And if it happens, I'll live. The show is still great at the end of the day, but it's just not something I want. I, I think I just don't handle them. I don't trust them handling romance anymore after Wendy and literally any one of Mabel's relationships. Mabel's relationships were, like, so fucked up, but I think they handled Wendy fairly well. It was just Wendy being, like, Dude, I, cause like, we, we talk, we did talk about this, like, there's no real way to address a child that has a crush on you, like, there's no real way, there's no appropriate way for you to bring it up. So for him to be like, I'm in love with you, Wendy, and Wendy to be like, I'm too old for you, I think that's about as good as that could have gotten her, just being very clear and direct and saying, Dipper, you're great, and I'm flattered, I, you're a great kid, but I'm way too old for you. She didn't say, maybe one day when you're older, or maybe you should try again later, or, you know, if in a different time. No, she was like, no, this, no, this is not gonna happen. It, it can't happen. I'm just, it's inappropriate and wrong and bad. And I still like you. I still want to be your friend. You're still a cool kid, but I don't ever want to date you because you are just, you're too, way too young for me. Which I appreciate. I think they, as as well as they could have handled that, I think they handled that pretty well. And that and that's all fine and good. I know I know my opinion on it is, is that we just don't need this trope coming up anymore. It's always a brunette and a redhead. You guys ever notice that? It's always like a, just this, either, if it's not a younger boy, it's always just a boy in general who is a brunette. And he has a crush on, like, a redhead. There's Sanjay and Belle. There's um, Dipper and, uh, and Wendy. 
Um, who else? That's not that's that's not two. It's not two. It's more than two, but two are two is what's here now. Two is what came to mind. <laughs> I shouldn't have started off as a series. Now mm-hmm. I'm just with these two. Um, hmm, hmm. There's a grand scheme. <laughs> you get it. I don't know. Just fucking animators have hard-ons for girls with red hair, which is annoying. Really annoying. They also have hard-ons for reliving their past in cartoons, which isn't terrible, but, like, teenage boys tend to be terrible, so it makes for problematic storytelling. Mm. Honestly, problematic storytelling aside, it just makes for really boring storytelling. Like, I enjoy, like, like Gumball, for instance. Like, Gumball is supposed to be Ben Bocolet. Bocolet? Bocolet? I don't know. As a child, um, essentially. And, like, I love Gumball, and it's really hyperbolic. It's really silly. But also, like, I've seen little boy, like, every little boy has the same childhood, essentially. Like, I've seen little boy's childhoods done to death. I get it. You guys got into wacky situations. Every single one of you had a treehouse. You all had a crush on a redhead. All had a crush on a, a redhead who was either your same age and same age and had red hair. The girl who's going to be in the new Charlie Brown movie also has red hair, by the she way. She does. Well, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> look either. I th- I'm glad that girl dog that Snoopy's getting isn't a redhead. I did not see the girl dog. She I, I saw stickers. Oh, that sounds cute. Anyway, it's just, I don't know, what is up with, what's up with, like, white men and girls with red hair? It's weird. I, I don't know, like, whenever girls' cartoons get made, they're not told by girls. They're not told through the lives of a, of, of a girl's childhood. They're usually told by men putting their ideas of girlhood into a story. And, and, and they're not, like, horrible. They don't tend to come out awful. Like, Powerpuff Girls was great. I mean, they were super-powered little girls, so, like, you can only... I assume reach from that childhood so far, mm-hmm. but it wasn't awful. But like it's it's like boy the guys who write shows about about young or teenage girls for cartoons tend to always hit uh, boyfriends, boy bands. Uh, they they seem to hit the same notes, and and you can tell it's not written by women mm-hmm. who experience their own childhood. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, which is kind of sad, but what were we talking about? It was, um, Pacifica and Mabel. It was kind of shitty, the fact that that Mabel ended up doing most of, like, the, from the moment that she met Pacifica, she was doing nothing but trying to make Pacifica, like, a better person, or trying to deal with being bullied or whatever, and, like, Dipper didn't do anything but hate her, and, like, that's fine, Dipper has every right to hate her, I'm not gonna, like, fault him on that. Dipper hating her was hilarious. Dipper hating her was actually really great. But it's the fact that at the end of it all, when it really, really came down to, like, who, like, what was the true catalyst that made Pacifica a better person? Like, why was it Dipper? Like, why was it Dipper telling her that was she was a shitty person? Why wasn't it Mabel's acts of, multiple acts of kindness that made her a better person? And honestly, I think it would have actually been maybe a better, like, episode if, for some reason, for whatever reason, it was Dipper who had to do, like, regular partying stuff, and it was Mabel who had to do, like, occult and supernatural stuff. Because Na- Mabel's never the one who does occult and supernatural stuff when it has something to do with, like, friendship. It usually has something to do with, like, romance or whatever. Her romance is supernatural, mm-hmm. and there's the plot of an episode. Yeah. Rather than it just being, her, like, it would have been really interesting and a really cool episode to be flipped on its head in which Dipper finds, like, fucking uh 
a princess or something that he's like head over heels for or honestly whatever. he could just be entranced by like the fondue table honestly <laughs> it would be hilarious if he was the one who was stuck in a in a sweet and savory loop remember like yeah. candy was and yeah. like the the chocolate and the cheese and he was just stuck there the whole episode i would have been fine with not seeing dipper for that episode if it would have been mabel who was the one who was the last catalyst for pacifica's redemption arc and that being said it irritates me because mabel did all the heavy lifting for that and if you look in the fandom it's mostly like fan when you see fan art of pacifica she's usually with dipper not necessarily in like a romantic sense all the time but like drawn with just drawn with they're the ones who are friends despite the fact that mabel was the one who was like actively trying to make her a better person and actively saw the good in her and believed in forgiveness and all that but at the end of the day dipper is like you're a shitty person and you shouldn't be afraid of your abusive parents and then now they're besties now and mabel was just like sort of like a side plot her and her friends were fighting over a boy again although that could have been them fighting over a boy could have been a really interesting plot for, like, a different episode of them, like, fucking, um, undercutting, uh, Grenda? Is it Grenda? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grenda. And, like, be just all around believing that she, since she's a big girl who has a pet lizard and is, like, pretty masculine, she like isn't beautiful or can never get a boyfriend or whatever and like it's really down to us the two skinny ones like it's, it's down to us whether or not we can have this boyfriend because you know they didn't say it was the two skinny girls but that's what they meant because they were like you know grinda's kind of abrasive like mabel and candy aren't also mm-hmm. abrasive like and grinda's kind of uncouth like mabel and candy aren't also uncouth like so for them to be like, yeah, not Grinda, but us, and then the boys be like, actually, I really like Grinda, and then be like, what, Grinda, we're sorry, when, that's not what the fuck should have happened, like, mm-hmm. that's not what should have happened at all, it should have been like, Grinda should have been like, dude, it's so fucked up that y'all think just because I'm a fat girl who has a deep voice that all of a sudden I could never get a boy, or all, like, I'm not worthy of love, like, obviously she shouldn't have said that to children's, it's a children's show, but like, it was, it was, like, really, really, it was at the end. Like, I understand that that's usually how stories work, but it just irritates me. That was a really interesting plot they could have went with, and that was, like, at the end of the episode. It was the end and also the side piece. It, it was not the main course. It was a secondary thought. Honestly, that part of the episode was, like, what is Mabel doing? What is Mabel doing? I guess she likes a boy, and I guess her two friends are with her because, it, uh, yeah, I guess it's really Mabel's weird. a little hollow right here. Let's add some other girls doing the stuff. Yeah, it's actually really weird when they do that. They're like, well, the, I get it. The occult stuff is usually the center of the episode, and it, as it should be, that's the more interesting thing happening than, like, the friendship between these children or whatever. Like, I get it or whatever, but it just, it really we bugs me. We watch this show because it's spooky. Yeah, I watch the show because it's spooky. Um, it just really, I don't know, it, it bugs the shit out of me when any cartoon does that, honestly. And cartoons have been doing that for years. They'll have this young girl who's, like, who's, like, fat, or she's, like, big-boned or muscly or whatever, because, I don't know, for whatever reason, and she's voiced by a man, which is offensive for a whole slew of other reasons, and, like, and then she's the one who's unlovable, or, like, she's abrasive or something like that, and, like, those aren't bad things for a little girl to be, because little boys get to be those things constantly so little girls can be those all the time but that little girl is like never the center person she's never like the main character she's always like 
the main character's best friend. And the main character is always skinny and white or she's like really small as to offset or something. It's just annoying. Like that's such a gross trope. Honestly, honestly, there's no, the reason that that stays that way is because that, that, no matter how much they try to put a lesson around that, which they did, they were like, look, Grenda got the guy at the end. At the end of the day, that still is the joke, kind of. It's Mm. not, that's what that friend character is. That character is the joke. And as long as that person stays in the joke area, then it won't, it won't get better. I'd say the only person who has that kind of characteristics and has maybe ascended that a little bit is like Tina from Bob's Burgers because they actually really love Tina as a character. Um, I don't know if Tina, what I would say like ascended that necessarily. Tina is still like really, really boy crazy and often lovesick and like she can't quite hold down a boy and all of her relationships sort of like fall eventually. The only thing that I really enjoy. She's a focus at least. She is a focus and on top of her being a focus, she also like doesn't have like a skinny best friend to offset her. Or whatever. Like, I guess you could technically say she has Tammy, but Tammy comes with her own, like, problems. And Tammy is seen as a bad person. Yeah, and Tammy is consistently seen as a bad person, which is also kind of irritating because Tammy is significantly more, like, visibly feminine than Tina. Um, I love Tina, and Tina, and Tina is feminine. Like, Tina loves feminine things, but, like, Tina doesn't wear lipstick, and Tina doesn't wear eyeshadow, and those are seen as, like, a bad thing uh, on Tammy because Tammy's the only character who wears those things, and Tammy is also, like, the worst character in the whole show mm-hmm. other than like you know like jimmy pesto who is genuinely just a terrible person yeah. just remember, remember when he made that oregano burger just he's they're like what's gonna be on the burger and he was like just a whole lot of oregano and like that doesn't say anything about his character i think it does anyway <laughs> he's just a bad guy i think that says who, who he is as a person <laughs> the guy who will just add oregano and think he deserves to win right <laughs> and then put, finish in like 15 seconds and then put it under a heat lamp Anyway, we were talking about Pacifica and, um, and like... That episode. Yeah, that episode. <laughs> it was just, I'm still irritated that I really wanted, I really wanted, um, Pacifica and Mabel's friendship to, like, you know, come to sort of a peak. And I know they're gonna get their time later on, but, like, for this, this really, really, um, this really, really important turning point for Pacifica, I wish Mabel had been the one to kickstart it rather than Dipper, who was the one to kickstart it for, like, no real reason. Like, they don't really have any history. He's just like, I hate you. And she's like, I, who are you? And, like, yeah, they're, I get that they played on that a little bit in the episode, and that's cute or whatever, but I just, I don't know. I just wanted Mabel to do it, because I love Mabel. I will say I enjoyed them being friends. I, like, I thought it was cute and all, but, like, I also enjoyed him hating her. I thought that was hilarious as well. That was funny. Remember he was like, you know, she makes that face, like, eh? you know, you know that face she makes, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Deeple, I love when Deeple, I love when Dipper slammed the door in her face. That was my favorite thing. He was like, and I'll say that to her face, and she showed up, and he was like, I hate you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that, that was, that was adorable. But then, like, giggling when they were, like, having that moment of, like, oh, everything's cool now, and, like, that was, it was cute, but, like, it could have been Mabel, and that's basically my opinion. It could have been Mabel, and mm-hmm. honestly, it's my opinion for a lot of girls and things. It could have been Mabel. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's just no reason why it wasn't Mabel. The episode wasn't bad at all. It was great. It was a good episode. It was very violent. Remember the fucking Ancient Sins? Yeah, animals? that was, that was, I don't know. They how aren't they... allowed to do a spin the bottle joke. But, yeah. <laughs> there was blood coming from those animals' really? mouths as they chanted fucking, like, devil worship? I don't know what's happening. And Randy kind they still have to visually show the characters buckling their seatbelts before they take off. But bleeding deer heads? 
A-okay. A-okay. <laughs> Zim, in the in Invader Zim, Zim was not allowed to hit Dib at any point. Open especially fist. In this, he had to have his, he had, it had to be open palm every time. He was not allowed to hit him with his fist. But remember when he ripped the child's eyes out? <laughs> strange. Strange things. I don't understand how censors work or censorship as a whole. Well, 90, 90s censorship is different from now censorship. They still play that episode. <laughs> when he ripped that child's eyes out. It wasn't even, it wasn't technically on screen, but we saw the, we saw the silhouette. We saw that shadow. He but, ripped um, that kid's eyes out. Uh, anything else on the episode? Um, we can talk about how we, how, it kind of ties into how I was just like upset with Dipper in that episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, just how uh, Pacifica's abuse was treated in the episode. Yeah, that was gross. Just, um, it was, it wasn't, it's not the best. It just shows how uh, a victim in the situation will get blamed for it. And we understand Pacifica has a lot of privilege. It, it's very clear she is rich and she is snobby and she's not that nice. But, but. She has like more than one peacock. <laughs> she has so many peacocks. Like she, has, she's rich. Very she got like she has more than one peacock, not just a peacock. She has like four. It was probably yeah, just two. But, but, but putting all of this on on this this girl who is clearly abused by her parents, putting it all on her and Dipper made out to be the good guy for putting it all on her, making making her the one who had to fix all this. It, it it's it's great that she does. But it's not, it's not realistic. I mean, that, that bell is a training mechanism. That's like an animal training mechanism. That's literally, that's literally a, an abuse tactic by some parents. Not necessarily like bells, but like just some form of stimulant that will tell their child, that will un- make their children understand that if they don't follow their rules or whatever, that something bad will happen. Like that's an actual literal It's an tactic. object association. Like yeah, it's, it's, they Pavlov the shit out of their daughter. Yeah. It was just, but it was just like really, really shitty. The fact that, um, the fact that like that Dipper would be like, you're just as bad as them. And Pacifica would be like, I don't, I can't do anything. She doesn't want to be her parents. She doesn't want to be her parents like now. Like she used to be yeah. as shitty as them or whatever. But like that's how she was literally raised. But mm-hmm. it was the fact that he'd be like, you're just as bad as them. And you have a choice and you can change these things. And Pacifica being a 12 year old girl and these are her grown ass motherfucking parents. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can't, I can't do anything. Like rich aside, abuse aside, like any child would be like, my parents told me to do this. I, I, I have no power in this situation. I am a child, and these are my parents. And it just happens that that's amplified by the fact that her parents are literally abusive, are emotionally and verbally abusive. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, it's like I get, I get how stories are done. I get that children are meant to do extraordinary things that normal children can't do. But, but for this, it was, it was a part of storytelling. I don't like when storytelling feels unfair. Like, and, and this was the case, it felt, it felt unfair to put all of this on a 12-year-old girl, who, instead of putting it on her parents. Her parents should have been the ones blamed for the situation. Mm-hmm. Specifically her father. Because her mother was just kind of idly sitting by mm-hmm. while her daughter was being abused. But the father kind was like the... in Frozen. <laughs> frozen. Nah. Ah, Frozen. No. That is another episode. That's, that's, that is a whole episode. That's an hour's worth of talking. <laughs> um, but for the record, we're like at a cute half hour right now, I so mean, this has almost been an hour's worth of talking. No, but um, yeah, it's just like, just it's not even the fact that um, like I don't I don't want the show to be like hopeless and be like, oh yeah, well Pacifica can't do anything, so I guess we just gotta all pack up and go home. Like I love triumphant arcs, and I love when the heroes come through and stuff like that. I just don't like the fact that a child was blamed 
for her own abuse and like I get it it was another kid and you know but Dipper's like a smart kid he's not like ignorant or anything like he's he's very very smart he's a well-learned young whippersnapper and like he should know these things he and it, like it's not fair of him to blame another kid for how her parents are treating her like that's that's just so ridiculously unfair and I don't know what I would have wanted them to put in there, what I would have wanted them to put in the place of that scene or in the place of that whole episode really but like do the do it all over <laughs> just scrap it and start over now I don't think it I don't think it would have to be that bad I still really like the episode I don't know I just don't I didn't like that that was kind of gross that was pretty gross to me um the finale was great the finale was great through and through yeah it's a really good finale. I just need episode one of the next part which is you know we'll be here in about 10 days <laughs> 10 days uh um sooner <laughs> sooner okay um well who else had a finale adventure time had a finale adventure time had their finale yeah that was boring as snot it was it was uh it's boring it i will say it's it's just relaxing like i'd watch it again but like it's it's it it's it's a low note because everyone's i'm more honestly i'm just more interested in betty I'm just more interested in Betty and Simon at this point, which I assume will be all next season. But since the finale wasn't on them, and that was the most interesting part of that season, uh, they did, had no chance. And, like, we kind of cared about Finn's dad, but, like, mm, mm. What I really love about Finn's dad is the fact that they're like, Finn's dad will never change. He's a bad guy, and there's nothing you can do about it. No He's redemption. not going to be reformed. Some dudes, no matter, even if they birthed you, they're still shit, and that's okay. And I really love that. I love, that was great. Actually, I that, love that was great. That's amazing, honestly. I actually really genuinely love, I love when characters don't become reformed. I love when characters become reformed, but I also love characters that don't become reformed. It's just as if to teach kids, no, you won't be able to change everybody. Mm. And that's just it. And even if that person should, by all accounts, love you, even if Finn's dad should be a good person, he's not. And mm. there's nothing Finn can do about it. And it's not Finn's fault. And Finn can Finn can be great all he wants. But his dad's a bag of shit. Mm -hmm. He's a scoundrel. And that's just what he is. Like, saucy. No, sorry. <laughs> He's, a, he's like a shit guy and there's no there's no getting away from that he's just always gonna be a shit guy yeah he's always gonna betray you and he's always gonna be just you know the I, gum on the bottom of your shoe i saw it was it's also good that it's an it's an adult that they that they made that too instead of just another peer because mm -hmm. i think it's good it's good to show that that adults children that adults can just be shit i feel mm -hmm. like that's the only time where you like like that's not like not like a, a stereotypical jerk trope but like just like somebody who who's supposed to be a leader or father figure in your life and and they are garbage i thought it was it it, it has more depth than like characters that they will write off as jerk characters mm -hmm. and and there was no there was no there was no way he was gonna get redeemed he's not gonna get redeemed and like whether it's a villain or just like an asshole i i like i i, I don't i don't I'm glad we're we if we go into a direction of of just non-redemption and we do it in like healthy and constructive ways of like children especially for children who's going to face people who are just going to be shitty. I like to think at least like I like to think that if not one of the creators but like eventually this ep like 
Finn's dad and the situation with Finn's dad actually helped like some kids somewhere deal with the fact that maybe their dad, not necessarily their dad, but like their parents or like uh, a guardian or just like a, a really significant figure in their life is just like a shitty person. Mm-hmm. Like they just, they're like, you know, just like Finn's dad, like Finn's dad is a bad guy and there's nothing Finn can do about that. That's mm-hmm. not Finn's fault. And they're just like, that's not my fault. And they're not going to be good. They're not going to, they're not going to, they did that, they did that with Seuss too. Which was also good. Mm-hmm. It was like your 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 dad's just like a shitty guy, mm-hmm. and, and like it's always dads, and like your dad's just like <laughs> it's a, always dads, it's always dads, and like your parents just like a bad person, and there's it's it's not your fault. It's okay, and you can't change them, and they don't want to change. On top of that, they don't want to take care of you, and that's not your fault. You can't be you you can't keep beating yourself up about that. Mm-hmm. They and you know sometimes like in stories they'll be like, "Oh, why didn't my dad want me?" and it turned out your dad had like some greater purpose or he or like uh like in Naruto, like he had to leave you behind. Your both of your parents had to leave you behind because like save the day. To save the day, to protect you and protect and to protect anyone and protect everyone, but like in this situation, it's like your dad didn't have a greater purpose. Your dad didn't have to go off and do something amazing. Mm-mm. Your dad didn't even make anything amazing, great of himself. He just, he didn't. He's a pretty good scoundrel. That's a quality <laughs> scoundrel. He, like, he didn't want you because he didn't want you, and he didn't want you because he's a shit guy. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, like, you can't be blamed for that, and you can't keep beating yourself up for that. Either. And I like, and even better than that, it, it, they showed, they didn't even just show that he was a bad guy. They showed Finn's complete acceptance of that's how that relationship was going to stay, and that was never going to change. And he didn't, like, forgive his dad, but, like, he'd be, he, he was like, this is how I'm going to treat you from now on with only so much. I can't expect more from you at this point, and I've accepted that this is all you're going to be in my life. And that's okay. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not gonna forgive you for this, but I am going to move past it because, like, I have better things in my life. I had two amazing parents, and I have a great brother. I mean, Jake's dad. Jake's, yeah. Jake's, Jake's mom. <laughs> Jake's mom was great. Jake's dad was just like you know old and also a monster hunter. He's like I had two great parents, like, and he loved his parents. He, he did. He did. They were great. They they were rough because they were dogs i guess is why they were rough or maybe they were rough because they were monster hunters irrelevant the point is like you know he had amazing parents and he had a great upbringing and he grew up to be a great kid except for that one time and (laughs) (laughs) except for that one season and like you know it's just you 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 move past it you're you you've gotten you accept that there's nothing you can do. He's your biological, he's your biological father, but doesn't make him your dad. Mm-hmm. And like, I really hope somewhere that that actually helped a kid or just anyone, an adult even, just like work through that. Like, you know, my dad didn't want me or my mom didn't want me. And like, that's not my fault. They're just a bag of shit. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, besides that, there wasn't much of the finale other than I was just like, it was a soft note to the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was an amazing message in it. But like, other than that, um... I know my opinion of Adventure Time. I'm like, I'm, I'm ready for it to kind of wrap up. It's been on TV for a while now. And and, and you can tell this season it was a lot of uh, hit or miss kind of episodes. It's not even like a complete miss. Just kind of like a, they're just softer episodes. There are episodes that I'm like, this doesn't make my heart race or like gets me excited or like anything. It, it's kind of, it, it, it's in a wrap up place. It, this doesn't have to become a, a Simpsons just because everyone loves it. Let's, mm. let's know where it should end. And I feel like it should probably have wrap up this Betty Simon plot and that'd probably be a good place to end. Honestly, I feel like, um, I feel like Pendleton will know 
where to wrap up. I, I truly feel like he will. Um, I, I appreciate that a lot about writers of today now, mm-hmm. like uh, the newer people who are coming into writing uh, and the newer people who are making television shows, not, not necessarily even just cartoons, but just like television shows in general. Um, people who are just like, you know what, this is great, I enjoyed making it, I make so much money from it, <laughs> but it's, it's time for it to be over. Like, I've, I've told my story, I've hashed out my characters as much as I want to hash them out, they've become the people I've wanted them to become, whether it be good or bad. I've told, like, I've done the plots I wanted to do, I've done some plots I didn't want to do, it's over. Like, the story's over. Like, Parks and Rec, I love Parks and Rec. If they brought Parks and Rec back, I would still watch it, but I am, I just really commend the writers and just, like, the creator of Parks and Recreation to be like, you know, the show's great and I love it, but it's over. It's time for it to be Mm -hmm. over, and that's just it. Things come to an end, and when you don't end things, you end up with Spongebob. (laughs) You end up with Spongebob. You do. If you have something and you make money off of it, and it's great, and you're enjoying yourself, that's great, but understand that it is not infinite. You end up with Spongebob when you do that. Kill it! Just kill it! Let it die! Oh my god! Yeah, we, again, another episode, uh, a whole nother episode. Um, Nickelodeon has a bad track record. Let's just say that. Let's, let's, let's stop there with that. Um, but, um, but Danny Phantom escaped that, so like, hey, awesome. Danny Phantom got, got done. I feel like, I feel like Butch Hartman, like, made... Fairly odd parents, and like he enjoyed it at first, but eventually just kind of like became like a steady income, like a steady income. And then he was like, "Now to tell a story," yeah. and then he told the story of Danny Phantom, which you know had its ups and downs and had its flaws or whatever. But like I liked it at the end mm-hmm. of the day; it was great, and it ended. It fucking ended. Not Beautiful ending as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. not everything has to go on forever. Yeah. Some things can just come to a close. A nice wrapped up, dignified close. <laughs> so dignified. Dignified. Bow on top ending. Let's go. Yes. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Again, uh, another episode. I don't know. If, I don't know. If the it, anger's so pure, but. <laughs> I don't know if Adventure Time is necessarily um, at that point. I don't know if Adventure I don't know. If I'd I, say it's close. I feel like this entire season was just a transition, though. I feel like this, the thing is, I, I don't think that the, I, I think that the season, I don't think that you, how, that's how you should run a show. I don't think that's like a good way to run a show but i remember american dad did that a couple of did like for did that for like a season like none of the episodes were particularly memorable um a lot of them were just like uh info dumps Mm -hmm. um and like for adventure time it just seems like a lot of the episodes this season were like just for transition to the next season and i don't think that's a a good way i don't think that's a particularly um efficient way to tell a story but i feel like that's what's happening a lot of the things that happened in this season just seem like they're building up for something and i hope they're actually building up for something worthwhile because this season for adventure bomb it seemed like they were building up forever they built up for that whole week and the finale was just so it was so that was that was it was i just wasn't satisfied at the end of it it was a bomb and then it was a unsatisfying ending it was it was it was it was it was soft what was last season's finale Last season's finale. That wasn't Finn the Human. Was it was it was his dad? It was Billy. It was Billy. Uh, it was it was his no. Was it? <clears throat> was it Billy? Was it Billy's bucket list last? I season think it was Billy's time? bucket list. Was the season before that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Probably. And he must discovered his. That was a long, I'll long last season. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I I can, I I just I don't want it to become become something that keeps going because because it makes a lot of money because mm-hmm. you can tell it makes a lot of money because they don't have to make any merchandise outside of the first season. 
They don't. But that's because no one, like, people who are really buying the merchandise aren't really paying attention to the seasons. Like, it, it, it sort of clung on, as far as merchandising goes, and this is, like, smart um, as far as, like, you know, just economically speaking. I like and, smart. I like nice. I know. <laughs> I know. But, like, not everyone's gonna, co- like, th- we live in capitalism. Not everyone's gonna, like, conform to your elitist ways. Uh, just... <laughs> Which was a really backward statement, thinking about it. But anyway, (laughs) but no, like, it makes sense. It just, like, economically speaking, we just market to all the people who saw the first season, just in case you didn't see the rest of it or whatever. Just cling on to its cute, quirky nature Mm -hmm. and how, like, all the merch, and, like, the merchandise is cute or whatever. Mm -hmm. It just is all completely different. It all paints a completely separate picture to, like, what is actually happening in real time, which is strange to see when you, like obsessed over cartoons in the same way that we do but like we can talk about uh people who don't watch cartoons saying they watch cartoons like all all day long you can just you can't you can't have a conversation with those people about cartoons like it's nice that they like cartoons but they're they're not watching cartoons like it was like it was scandal or something it's 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 you gotta you gotta keep up with it there are seasons there are episodes there are, are plot points i can't i can't talk to most people say they like adventure time i can't talk to them about adventure time mm-hmm. i can't i can't get into an in-depth conversation to 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 the horrors of like Finn's love in interest in, yeah like all of that yeah like, Billy's I, bucket list was last episode Billy's bucket list was last okay yeah it was last season but um yeah I can't we can't you can't get into depth with a lot of people who say like Adventure Time which which kind of sad because a lot of people like Adventure Time I'd, I'd love if that many people really got into the the, the past of the first two seasons with it and like it's fine if you don't really like watch it in the same way we do I would never wish this lifestyle on my worst enemy mm-hmm. you know not being able to to like understand your peers in any way shape or form because you watch children's cartoons mm-hmm. that's nobody's fault but my own but it is you know frustrating yeah, yeah like oh yeah I love adventure time it's super duper cute and it's like do, do you do you it's okay if you don't but do you I'm truly mm-hmm. curious like how did you feel about the fact that like Finn manipulated his girlfriend two seasons ago so he could get off. Like, how do you feel about Lemon Hope dying on TV? <laughs> like, how do you feel about like how do you Bubblegum's tyrannical rule over the the Candy Empire and like what kind of dictatorship she's running? And how she justifies it being a dictatorship because she loves her citizens and because they're cute, essentially. Yeah. Like, like I like there's a lot of stuff to talk about, and it's it's okay if you don't have if it's okay if you don't have it for me. I'm not gonna like fight you, but <laughs> it just. You know, I'm not gonna brawl. (laughs) It's just because people who like like people who are like, yeah, I'm a super nerd, or I really like cartoons. I'm like, do you? Do you? I don't want to be an elitist, but like, if we're gonna start a conversation, I really want to get into it. I just want to know what's true and what's not true. I just I just want to know what I can start saying to you. And you not like tilt your head sideways at me. Yeah. Like I just need, I just need. It's for your sake, honestly. <laughs> I'll get excited, and you'll just be weirded out. <laughs> you'll be like, oh my god, I didn't. Oh lord, no, I, I got. Oh, I'm stuck. I, it's like quicksand. It's like quicksand of bullshit. Ah, we're talking about King of the Hill now. Why? What are? What does that have to do with anything? We will never talk about King of the Hill. By I, the way, I didn't watch that. That's a lie. I will eventually talk about King oh, of the Hill. Well, you will be talking by yourself <laughs> to. A wall of it'll pain. probably be for like examples. Or okay, that doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Who, um, who got a live inspirational King of the Hill? It was it was a uh, was that Rebecca? 
Probably. I think Rebecca said she had inspiration from King of the Hill. I don't remember. I just remember being surprised. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, segue. Good segue. <laughs> Steven Universe. Steven. Actually, before we talk about Steven Universe, I just want to take a moment to say, watch Randy Cunningham. Please, Lord God. It's so good. I want to do that at the end. It's so cute. We'll do it at the end as well. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Steven Universe. Steven Bomb. 2.0 has recently 2.0 has recently come to a close um and Stephen Bomb 3.0 apparently on the horizon yeah soon uh, actually has a, a working schedule of which dates and and times are known to their fans for at least a week anyway at least a week even their breaks are good for me like they're <laughs> they're on a break right like and they're they're giving me content love them it's really strange actually because um I guess I guess Cartoon Network finds that these bombs that they're that they've been doing are really lucrative, so they're like, okay, let's just keep doing bombs until like the well runs dry. And I think that's kind of strange. I I like them, but I don't want them to replace regular cartoon scheduling. Like I, I they're nice and they're cute, and I'd like if they gave us one in between those those uh, cartoonless. Uh, Catching up, animating, all that rigmarole that comes to actually making the cartoon. I like I like having content in the middle of my desert, but yeah. uh, but uh, I don't I don't know if I want this to I don't know if I want this I don't need like Stephen Bomb fourteen point five. Like, yeah, it's actually really strange because if you keep doing bombs like this, like in them doing a week and then a week, that's literally what like. 10, 10 weeks that mm -hmm. they could have done instead of doing, like, one week. So, I don't know. It's strange. Um, I guess it's, it makes sense because uh, for first Stephen Bomb and for second Stephen Bomb, there were episodes that were, like, that couldn't really hold their own. Mm -hmm. they, they couldn't really, like, if I had watched them, like, within one week, I would have been pissed. I would have been like, what the fuck was that? And I gotta wait seven days <laughs> to find out something else? Like, that what is, the fuck? That is one good thing. These are all cliffhanger heavy episodes. These are all very, very, very transition-y episodes, and, like, the end, and what I love about Steven Bombs is that they all satisfy me at the mm -hmm. end of the day. Like, even if they're cliffhangers, I'm like, holy shit, hell yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Steven Universe in general is just a satisfying show. They it is. give me what I want. <laughs> I, yeah, and I love the fact that Rebecca Sugar in, encourages amongst her fans, um, just, like, overanalyzing, because I will. Oh, <laughs> oh, believe me, I will, regardless I'm, of what I'm she says. I'm not gonna make, I'm not gonna come up with, like, theories, but I will overanalyze everything that is put out to me. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not to the, where I'll start making complete theories, but I will observe those theories, and I'll be like, maybe, mm -hmm. and I will be like, hey, hey, those two stars, that meant a thing. That was... <laughs> Just, yeah, like, uh, yeah. I love people who do Steven Universe theories because those are theories I actually want to get into. Like, I actually want to talk to you about, like, when people are like, mm -hmm. hey, what, do you think this might be happening in Adventure Time? And I'm like, hmm, maybe. There's mm -hmm. no real telling. Like, Adventure Time doesn't really have any rhyme or reason to it. Um, at least if it does, I am not hip to it whatsoever. I think, I think it's because Steven, um, clearly they will drop Hint. They're not afraid to drop hints. They're 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 like Gravity Falls in that sense. They want you to Gravity Falls kind of like I don't know. It's it, it's not hard to figure out, but it's like eh, they're they the puzzle is figured out. But like Steven Universe, they they put like 
soft tidbits, like all the all the diamond imagery that they're doing, where people are building so many theories off all the diamond imagery and stuff I tru- like that. Like speaking of diamond in- imagery, I truly one hundred percent believe in my being that at some point rose quartz was like rose diamond or pink diamond or something. Mm-hmm. I completely believe that. Mm-hmm. I am one hundred percent on that boat. You will have to fight me otherwise. <laughs> like Bacher was super duper. Bacher, my boyfriend, was super duper on the um was on the uh, Garnet as a fusion, and, like, Bakker was ready to, like, brawl over Garnet <laughs> being a fusion, and he turned out to be right. Garnet is made of two beautiful lesbians. Like, I love, I just, I love Steven Universe because it's so easy to theorize with Steven. It's very, very easy. Yeah, they, they want you to. It's encouraged, and, and that's great. Um, do you want to get into individual episodes? Do you want to get into, you want to get hard and heavy? <laughs> okay so i guess we'll uh, you want to pull up each episode uh yes give me a second we'll talk about zim we'll talk about zim we'll a lot i actually don't want to talk about zim today i want to talk about yeah one day we'll a lot you an entire hour to just talk Mm -hmm. about zim to you go blue in the face it'll be fine it'll be nice all right for a second steven bomb there was have the only have there only been steven bombs since steven since season two has started yeah jesus anyway um, they started off the season with the bomb. Oh, God damn. <laughs> anyway, um, there was love letters. Wasn't it? Was it? No, it's, uh, the first episode was sword. Yes. Uh, no, I'm just trying to see if love letters was. Don't worry about mm-hmm. that. Uh, sword to sword. Oh, sword to sword. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of the end. <laughs> I loved that episode so, so much. much. <laughs> oh my god! Like I actually like when I when the episode started and it was a new opening and it was Garnet smiling. I legitimately cried a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if Quinn saw, but she no, no. Now. We we watched it. We watched it together. We watched yeah, the opening. I know, together. but you didn't see and me we, cry. <laughs> so I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that. What's not even sort of sort. Let's start with the new opening. Brilliant. So beautiful. Let's get everything we like first. So anime. Oh, uh, it's so <laughs> the Pokemon comparison. God, that was great. Oh, uh, it's very. I was like, oh, I see where we're going now. We're not even disguising that you guys are anime trash. Okay. I remember at one point Rebecca Sugar said in an interview, she was like, if you think it's an anime reference, it probably is. Like, I'm gonna be <laughs> honest with you. Let's not even lie about this. I'm waiting for like I don't know like Gundam. I don't know. I don't even watch Gundam. Do you? What if there was a Gundam reference? Would you even recognize it? I like I said. I didn't even watch Gundam. So no. <laughs> Goodness. If she does like something Soul Eater based, maybe yeah. I'd be like, oh my god. Hey, Soul Eater. Soul Eater. Is that a Death the Kid reference? Whoa. <laughs> Wowie wow. Wowie wow wow. But that, um, that's from Rockadoodle. Anyway. <laughs> Rockadoodle's on Netflix now, and I was like, oh my god, I love Rockadoodle. And Bakker was like, live your life in a more lucrative way. And I, I was like, kiss my is. ass. Watch it. It's it's trash, but I love it. Okay. It's garbage, but okay. I love it so much. So, um, it's like a Don Bluth Yeah, show. so after the, the e- opening, the uh, opening, brilliant, beautiful. Beautiful. Um, oh my god, the fact that Garnet smiled through the entire opening when she doesn't smile once in the original opening just fucks me up mm-hmm. on like, uh, like a mitochondrial level. Like, it's so, uh, throughout my entire body. I love it. I love Garnet. I love Garnet. I know you love Garnet. I love Garnet. <laughs> I also love Garnet. More people should love Garnet. I think everyone loves Garnet. Everyone loves Garnet. I think, like, Garnet's, Garnet isn't really many people's favorite character, but everyone loves her. Mm-hmm. And, like, people who don't like Garnet are strange, and I've never, I've never met, met them. Met. <laughs> yeah, I don't that know That is a non-existent person you're talking about. Yeah, that is an imaginary person. <laughs> someone who, someone somewhere who's like, 
I don't know. I think Garden's overrated. And I'm like, I think your birth was overrated. <laughs> and every moment that led up to you making that statement, honestly, all overrated. Just yeah. too many, too many likes on Facebook. <laughs> Didn't like it. Mm-mm. But, um, yeah, so, so, yeah, the opening, it, it's beautiful. They didn't change the song. Mm-hmm. I, I hope they, I hope they, I don't know if they'll want them to do it every season. Maybe. I don't know. This one's really perfect. I don't think they will. I okay. think they would just, I think, because, plus the first season was long as fuck. So if they did do it every season, you wouldn't notice. Because <laughs> the seasons are long as fuck thus far. Yeah, oh god, it's so fucking this long. This season was like, a, was like 50 some odd episodes mm-hmm. long. Nice. Dingle mini, huh? Mm-hmm. Giganess. Oh, well. Um, but, um, yeah, let's go on to the swords. Swords. They want me to pronounce it sworn to sword, and I will not. I I refuse. I just call it sword episode. I just call it the mm, crying. The episode in which. (laughs) Oh, here's Pearl again. In which Connie (laughs) is a bamf. (laughs) In which Connie is blooming into a a lovely flower. Um. I love Connie so much. I love Connie. Oh my god. I love her. I would punch somebody in the face for fictional ass Connie. <laughs> because she reminds me so much of my little sister. Like, I just, I would kill a person over Connie. I love Connie. <laughs> um, it was great. Um, my only, uh, let's see, things I liked about it. Everything. Steven. The song in the beginning. The song is middle? The beginning. Yeah, no, the very, okay. very beginning. When they're singing the jam book. Oh, song. yeah, the jam song. Yeah. Me- Alex, lo- musical episodes are always going to be a good episode. Yeah, because the, Rebecca Sugar did all the music, well, not all the music, but a big chunk of the music for Adventure Time, and Adventure Time is, like, renowned for its amazing music, mm-hmm. and Steven has great music, too. Like, really- so re- they actually release their music. Yeah, <laughs> they just put it on SoundCloud where I can listen to it with no words, with yeah. no people speaking Thanks. over it. Thank yeah. you. Thank, Thank you. you, Rebecca Sugar. <laughs> I know people who want to fight Rebecca Sugar, like, because of Lapis. I have this, I have this, I know this person on Tumblr, and they were like, if someone sees, if Rebecca Sugar sees this, I just want you to know, square up. I'm coming for you. If you don't fix Lapis's situation, I will punch you in your glasses face. God. Goodness. Can you blame them? Lapis is such a bad situation. She's very sad. So sad. So sad. Sad. I haven't heard her heard her make a make a fart noise since she was a mirror. <laughs> She's so sad. <laughs> mirror Lapis is the only is the only experience we've had with her outside of sadness. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Lapis is. <laughs> She's just been abused and sad. I don't know she's who she a, is. She's a gal who would like make fart, who would literally make fart noises for like twelve hours till the sun went down. <laughs> Apparently, so safe <laughs> mirror her. <laughs> but um, sword 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 sword. So yeah, um, <laughs> they brought up they brought up the the pearl rose thing again, which is it's always. Awkward. <laughs> I, I feel so bad for Steven because Steven keeps having to be the brunt of the of Pearl's feelings for Rose. Yeah. And, like, that's a lot to put on a kid. Uh-huh. That's so much to put on a kid. I love Steven, and I know Steven loves Pearl. I know Pearl loves Steven. Like, I don't doubt that Pearl loves Steven. Mm-hmm. But her constantly being like, oh, why won't you do this for me, Rose? Or why won't you let me do this for you, Rose? Mm-hmm. Or, like, almost letting him die when he fell off of that cliff that one time. Yeah. And just, like, shit like that. And, like, I, I get, I know that she loves him. I truly, truly do. But I need her to understand that. And maybe she'll never quite understand it because, like, I don't know if they even have kids on mm. on Homeworld. But, like, maybe she'll never quite get the fact that Steven is a child and just is not up to, like, 
mental par with her. And even if she were a human woman, he would not be up to mental par with her because he's 12. So expecting him to like just be there to receive your feelings for his mom is just like so strange. I don't necessarily think that she does expect him to, but she still does it. And that just bothers me. Like I have a lot of things that bother me about Pearl, even though I do love her. There's just like a lot of shit about Pearl that I'm like, ah, I wish you didn't do that. I know it makes you a more complex character and I truly appreciate that and your writing's very interesting, but ah, I wish you wouldn't do that. <laughs> Ooh, Lord God. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I do, I liked uh, Pearl this week. I liked Pearl this week. I was, I, overall, I liked, I liked Pearl this week. Oh, no, she was great. I loved she was, her. This, I loved her this week. I loved her this week. It was great, which is, it, it's, it's good because I, I, I've not liked Pearl before. <laughs> I, I, I have always liked Pearl. The fandom makes me dislike Pearl. Yeah. The fandom makes me dislike Pearl because Pearl is like super duper white coated and everybody wants to be like, no, Pearl's not white coated. Pearl is Asian coated because she has Asian clothes and an Asian fighting style and another Asian thing probably. Her voice actor is Asian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, she has a vo and she has an Asian voice actor. But... Pearl doesn't have an Asian fighting style. Pearl fights like European with, ballet. with mm -hmm. European ballet, European style ballet. And Pearl doesn't even have Asian swords. Pearl doesn't fight with like, well, not that I would recognize an Asian sword upon like seeing one, but like she has very iconic like knight swords and swords that yeah, one her, would have in like her... the medieval in like medieval Europe. She has pale skin and blue eyes and orange hair. She like the only real Asian thing about her other than her actual physical voice actor is the fact that she has like that um that obi I think is what they're called the tie that goes around like yeah, a, the, uh, the band yeah, yeah the band around her and like her outfit now is sort of I guess you could consider it being eastern Asian although that's like inspired. a really eastern Asian inspired even though that's like a really broad term to add to a very specific costume yeah. um and like I guess in the like there was nothing Asian about her clothes in the beginning like I don't know, so I don't really know where people justify this, where they're like, no, Pearl is Asian-coded. And, like, Pearl is not Asian-coded. Pearl is white-coded as a motherfucker, and that's why she's all of your favorites. I, you don't like her because she's Asian. I'll tell you that right now. If she were Asian-coded, you wouldn't like her. If she were Asian-coded, y'all would be pissed off at her all the time, like, constantly. Like, not that, um, like, I, I truly love Pearl. Like, I do. I think she's a really interesting character. I think she's really funny. And I enjoy the fact that she's, like, visibly mentally ill and that she's visibly suffering with, like, trauma. And, like, there, and she's fresh not... Fresh trauma. Yeah, fresh trauma. Like, she's thousands of years old. So Rose dying 12 years ago or something like, something like 12 years ago must feel like she died 15 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Like, it must feel like Rose dies every single day. Like, mm -hmm. it, it, I'm sure it's jarring every Every single day yeah so like so like I'm not gonna like so I really really love the way that Pearl is characterized because she is complicated and she is really complex and she um and she doesn't always like be she's not mentally ill in like a holy like glamorous way all the time like she's not always making symmetrical piles and shit mm -hmm. sometimes she like screams at a little boy who has nothing to do with her present situation mm -hmm. and i think that's interesting like i think it's a bad thing and it makes me cringe a little bit but like it should make me cringe a little bit like that's the whole point mm -hmm. i would just i would also say like i don't like the fandoms defending pearl like pearl like them justifying like not even justifying just like the ignoring of 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 pearl 
telling, convincing a little girl that she should die for this boy over trying trying to tell people that they hate her because she's mentally ill as a character when no one hates Pearl. Let's get that straight. Nobody dislikes Pearl. Really. Like, there are some people who do. I actually frequent tags. Quinn doesn't frequent tags. I don't. Quinn's like, if it doesn't come up on my dash, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. We are Tumblr garbage. I'm sure you've guessed that by now. <laughs> Sorry. Like, if you were expecting us not to be Tumblr garbage, ah, fucking jokes on you, fandom exists. bitch. I'm sorry. Anyway, like... Everyone likes Pearl. That's true. And they're, like, even people who, like, are critical of Pearl still like Pearl. And that's because Pearl is a likable person. But the thing about Pearl in general is that I'm just, like, so sick of her being everyone's favorite. She's so, she's, like, not even just the fandom favorite. She's also, like, Rebecca. Yeah, she's, like, the writer's favorite. She is the most, like, Rebecca from, from things that have been said. She, 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 when, when, like, you know, 107 will be, like... The, the which ones can I, we're gonna cut this never mind stop talking <laughs> the point is like she's she gets the most airtime she gets the most development and like and she gets the most development while giving the least information mm-hmm. um because i remember once rebecca was like as far as steven knows he knows the least about pearl thus far but like how does he know the least about pearl when almost it seems like every episode is about fucking pearl mm-hmm. like so it just bothers me since she's like everybody's like fucking favorite and I'm sick of seeing her because since the pilot I had like Garnet and Amethyst have been my favorite Mm -hmm. since the pilot so it really hurts my feelings to see them so little in comparison to Pearl who I still love but like still shit man particularly Amethyst no one no one goes to defend uh Amethyst's trauma oh my god girl fucking (laughs) oh my god oh my god girl oh my god (laughs) fucking during um it wasn't was it Tiger Millionaire it wasn't Tiger Millionaire. When was it? It was, um... On the run? Was it on the run? On the run is kindergarten. It wasn't on the run. It wasn't... I think... I think it was Tiger Millionaire. I don't remember which exact... No, it was Maximum Capacity. Okay. That's what it was. It When she turned into Rose and everybody, like, everybody was fucking done with Amethyst that day. They were like, fuck Amethyst. And, and this is just such the shit that came up on my dashboard that mm-hmm. other people who, other people I follow had to refute because I followed quality people. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would go through, like, the tags or whatever and people would be like, um... Yeah, fuck, fuck Amethyst. Fuck. Amethyst is so toxic, and Amethyst is this, and Amethyst is that, and it's like you're you're allowed to feel that way, whatever. But I'm just so pissed off at the fact that Amethyst very much did like show her mental illness in a way that was not glamorous. Amethyst lost her mother essentially, like like that's what Rose was. Rose was more or less her mom, and fucking Rose took care of her and brought her out of kindergarten and Amethyst feels like she shouldn't exist constantly like she has like a, a, a plethora of just problems and insecurities. Existential crisis that she can't deal with because she's not comfortable feeling emotion unlike Pearl who is constantly comfortable feeling emotion. Exactly and she feels like she's constantly being compared to Pearl because she and Pearl are polar opposites so Amethyst shows her, shows the fact that she is mentally ill and traumatized in a completely unglamorous way. And no one comes to her defense. No one fucking comes to her defense. And I know no one comes to her defense based off of just, like, the, the amount of, like, when Pearl 
when Pearl was upset, all of a sudden my dashboard would just blew up with, oh, y'all don't like having complex female characters anymore. Who are physically, or who are visibly disabled. Oh, y'all don't want your characters to be, to be complicated, and sometimes your character isn't you always happy. You hate women and mental illness. Yeah, you are ableist and misogynist, and those things are true. Like, those things are definitely true. But People we experience those things. Absolutely. Those things are 100% true. That's exactly why people were pissed off at Pearl. But where the fuck were all of y'all when fucking Amethyst was, like, upset and Amethyst was showing that she was traumatized? Where were you then? Nowhere. You were nowhere. No one came to Amethyst's defense. Also, that being said, let's skip a couple of episodes. No one was mad at Pearl until Thursday. Mm -hmm. No one was mad. At, I'm gonna repeat that. No one was mad at Pearl until Thursday. And I get there's some processing involved, but, like, no one got mad when the first thing happened. First yeah. day is when, is when Pearl's mental illness surfaced, uh, as visible. Like, only, like, people were not mad at Pearl for teaching a small girl, a small, very impressionable 12-year-old girl. Yeah. I even saw, I even saw a post one time where it was like, I've been looking for flaws in all the characters, and I've been looking at Connie's flaws, and I can't really find any flaws for Connie, except that now that, uh, since Sword, uh, Sworn and Sword came out, I think Sworn to the Sword I think came mm -hmm. out um she's very impressionable and I'm like bitch she's 12 mm -hmm. fucking how is that a flaw that is not a flaw that is a characteristic of age she is 12 years old this thousand multi-thousand year old woman is telling her that her best bet in life is to forsake her complete self and just put her life on the line for Steven if fucking some immortal bitch who was made out of goddamn sea rock came to my punk ass <laughs> and was like your entire life is about protecting this rock I'd be like I guess this rock is my baby now <laughs> like shit that only make like she's 12 she's 12 if a 20 year old person was giving her advice she'd probably follow that 20 year old person because she understands that 20 year old person has more experience than she does pearl has lived longer than like than fucking like the typewriter or just something old i don't know old things popcorn who cares popcorn popcorn <laughs> the train i don't know <laughs> wheels Wheels, probably. So it just pisses me off that nobody was calling Pearl toxic when she was teaching. Till Thursday. No one was calling Pearl toxic when she was teaching a little girl to hate herself or to think of herself as nothing. Nobody was calling Pearl toxic when she was, like, fucking convincing Steven, trying to convince Steven that he was more important than his friends, even though he was like, no, I'm not. Nobody was, nobody called Pearl toxic then. But when Thursday rolled around and she was kind of petty and she was pretty mean, all of a sudden, Pearl is so toxic toxic and Pearl is so mean how could she do that to Greg Greg is grown Greg is an adult <laughs> the second she was like you know you're just a phase Greg was like bitch whatever who are you what the fuck that <laughs> was my favorite Pearl so far it's like my favorite moment Pearl's had honestly the, yeah the fandom ruined that moment I for me I loved that moment they were that like Pearl so is so great. toxic no Pearl's but Pearl petty. being petty like Pearl's gay pettiness is my favorite thing in the world. It's the best. I like it. I like it so much. <laughs> that being said, I'm really irritated that the entire Steven bomb, like, it didn't even really, like, surround Pearl. Like, it, it had a lot of, it was very Pearl heavy, but, like. By the end, that was what everyone was talking about. That's all anyone ever talks about. Whenever anything happens, it's like, what the fuck was Pearl doing? Like, was Pearl wiping her ass today? <laughs> Who cares? Who the fuck cares? Garnet almost had a mental breakdown. <laughs> that broke up her what 
also thousands of year relationship. These two lesbians have been in a in a in a, in a hug for thousands <laughs> of years and only came apart one time on screen, and it was because a, another super powered entity from space used use technology they could not even fully wrap their mind around to literally force them apart mm -hmm. and now today she's about to come apart because she is so terrified and disgusted by what she sees and blames herself so heavily that she literally almost rips apart mm -hmm. but everybody is like oh remember how pearl and amethyst chased peridot their little fucking twiddly fingers <laughs> bitch bitch fuck peridot fuck peridot's twiddly fingers <laughs> fuck them <laughs> oh come on peridot's twiddly fingers man fuck peridot's twiddly fingers <laughs> Um, I, I do say that I, I, that was also one of my favorite pearls, though, just, uh, her, I like, I like when Pearl gets along with Amethyst, it's, like, one of my favorite things, it's great, it's I just, adorable, I like yeah. when, I like when Pearl, like, just does what Amethyst says, because you know she'll fight Amethyst, and she, and Amethyst was like, I'm gonna get her, and Pearl's like, yeah, let's go get her, let's fucking get I her, when, I love when Pearl backs Amethyst, it's, like, my favorite Pearl, Patty Pearl backing Pearl, I don't know why they even, like, ran after her like that, what they, sh what Pearl should have done, she should have just started, like, rapid fire throwing her spears out of her head at her as fast as she could, <laughs> come back in, bitch, 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 <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, yeah, uh, I was excited to see Peridot again, though. I was. I, I was like, I, oh my god, Steven. Being, <laughs> just, like, her being like, are the others here? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're here. <laughs> they're in, like, yeah. I don't know why I even lied. I don't know why I lied to you just now. Why even the lies? Look at me. Look at me. Can I lie? <laughs> I am a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I am a round biscuit. Uh, I love Steven. Steven's uh, such a great character. I love Steven so, so much. Um, in the beginning, I was like, I wish Steven was a girl. And now I still kind of wish Steven was a girl. But that's because I think the world would be better if everyone was a girl. <laughs> but, like, just... And now I'm like over it. I'm just like I love Steven. I love I, he's I love just Steven, he's yeah. just a buttery, flaky, soft little biscuit. Mm -hmm. Love him so much. He's, he's good for people. He is. He's great. He's really, really great. He's a great kid. He's really sweet. And like the older, like the more the show goes on, the more I see Connie. So that I just, oh god, I love Connie. Connie, Connie gets me through. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Connie gets me through the hall, the hard uh, pearl, the pearl, pearl winter, yeah. the harsh pearl winter. <laughs> coldness that the fandom blew in mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm just like sick of everybody paying so much attention to pearl and like yeah, i love I, pearl but like oh god how, they make me had, hate pearl they had one one the the episode i want to say this was actually the episode before the finale was when garnet when 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 amethyst keeping uh, it together keeping it keeping was it i have it i have it that's when garnet was about to split apart but i know not it that it, the the one before the before the show ended the last one was amethyst getting her new outfit right no um let me see, 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 let me see. Wait, what do you mean before the show ended? Before the Steven Bomb? Before Steven Bomb, yeah. It yeah, was her that was her before. Outfit. That right was before, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, that is the only time that, that, that you, Garnet and Amethyst are all together. A lot. Yeah. This is the only time that you've seen them really, that was the only development that they had together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it sucks that there's only so many of those episodes, but there are so many Look at Pearl being right episodes. There's even uh, so. It's like look at Pearl as look she. Look at Pearl. Look at look at Pearl. 
Pearl. Just look at Pearl as she interacts with Garnet. Look at Pearl as she interacts with. First of all, what's up with Pearl and like tall women? Like, I, I, I mean, I get it too, but like, Pearl, please just get your life together. I get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you gay. Anyway, so um, yeah, it's like look at Pearl interact with Amethyst, and look at Pearl interact with Garnet. Look at Pearl interact with Steven. You know what? And I it's like, like those things are great, but I just want to see Garnet and Amethyst interact more often because they actually get along. And they I were actually see- enjoy each other. They actually like have fun together. Mm-hmm. I and I and I, I've, I've said this to you. I I. I it's great. It's funny when 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 Amethyst has like one liners like Steven, why are you so sad like that? And why like, are you looking all sad like that? It's great. It's hilarious. But like when that's the only thing that Amethyst says in the episode, it just shows you her place in the writer's eyes. Which again, another another fat girl just kind of getting the the jokes part where she is the comedy of the episode and that's gonna be her part of that episode and we're gonna focus on someone else. Yeah, I get that. I get that Amethyst is a character of extremes but it really makes me irritated that the only amethyst episodes you ever get are like amethyst is barely here and when she is here she's like laughing um amethyst is fighting with pearl and when she's not they're figuring out that they're getting that they can get along or oh excuse me amethyst is fucking crying uncontrollably Mm -hmm. so many tears and like that's the only amethyst episodes you really get and i hate that i would like a comedy episode or just a fun episode like on the run turned out to be really sad but i think it could have been really cute not that i ever want them to change that episode or anything Mm -hmm. but like if they had an episode similar to it of just amethyst and steven interacting and being like friendly and having fun and just being together and not having like pearl interact with them or pearl interrupt them having fun together or even garnet and as much as i love garnet like, just Steven and Amethyst interacting for once or, like, talking about old times or, or whatever. Because, like, you know, she's the, she's, like, the uncouth fucking, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, irresponsible mom or mm-hmm. whatever. But, like, I would still like to see her, you know? Like, I get, I get it. They probably commit a lot of arson together, but I'd like to see the arson, you know? <laughs> I feel, I feel like Garnet and Amethyst's characters are, like, trapped as far as development goes inside their tropes while pearls like trope like leads to like every her development you can keep rehashing pearls like you can keep developing pearl while like garnet amethyst are like stunted like amethyst amethyst can't like just and and sometimes it's because they keep developing for pearl but sometimes it's just because of who they are at characters like garnet garnet has nowhere to to we've talked about this garnet has nowhere to grow at this point outside of her uh, plot being a fusion unless they bring up something from her past other than that she really has no other place for her to grow as a character and and like amethyst the only thing that they that they bring up is is either her fighting with pearl or her having a social crisis about who she is mm-hmm. and it's not and when it is it's not brought up as as frequently as pearl's trauma with rose is brought up it's it's not treated the same and i feel like that these girls are trapped and of course it's the two it's the cur- two girls who who are the girls of color coded yeah, yeah they're 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 black and brown coded and like anyone who thinks that um amethyst isn't brown coded and and uh garnet isn't black coded i remember someone said garnet isn't black coded and i was like if i could if i if you and i i'd fight you fucking <laughs> if we were in the same area you and i would probably have to fucking just go at it like goddamn 
1910s bitches with uh, hand-worn mustaches and boxing gloves. Like, yeah, there was... We're about to fight. Like, how are you gonna say... Like, that pisses me off mm. so much. Like, no, she's not actually black because in the first season, if you look closely, her skin's actually pink. It's like a it's like a really dark pink. And then what the fuck is she? Like, the bottom belly of a seal? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, first of all, I hate when people are like, no, nah, her skin... Like, in this season, that's a little bit more arguable because her, her skin is much more saturated. But in the first season, people were like, her, she's not brown. She's just a very desaturated pink bitch what the fuck do you think brown is mm-hmm. brown is literally desaturated like oranges reds pinks and yellows that's what brown is that's what the fucking color brown is so first that's, so fight me on that note first that, and foremost that was that was one thing that was unfortunate with like i think that's one thing i i i, I disagree with like rebecca saying she was like it, it was cool when she was like the the gyms have no genders because them being being genderless and, and non-binary is is important but her saying that they were also raceless raceless like that that gives people people can say shitty things based off that when they are definitely all supposed to be coded even though even like they're all definitely coded it it, it, that was i was like that that kind of sucked that she said that because that gives people basis of some kind of shit argument that be on top of that you can say like the gems are raceless all you want because factually speaking in the universe of the show yeah they're raceless there is no there are no black people on homeworld that's irrelevant they are definitely racially coded though and that's another thing about like uh creators of today like they have they'll have these characters like garnet and amethyst who are very much a brown and black woman visually like in every way shape or form other than like literally coming out and saying they're brown and black because like but Rebecca Sugar gets to say, oh, my characters are raceless. And I think this happened with Andrew Hussey, too. They get to have these characters that you can project their races on that are very obviously projected on them. She doesn't get to have an afro and have thick lips and thick hips and be fucking voiced by Estelle, you can fight me again, mm-hmm. and and rap in, like, the beginning of her song. She doesn't get to have all those things. And then you'd be like, oh, she's raceless. Bitch, she is not raceless. Mm-hmm. She's a black woman. You drew a black woman. You've created a black woman. And you just don't want to call her a black woman. So Rebecca Sugar gets to have this very much black woman on mm-hmm. her show. Like this is a black woman on her show, and she still and she gets to say, "Oh no, nobody has a race." And then she gets the points for having a black woman. Mm-hmm. When you take her away, you have the Pizza Family, which are black, which is cool, and you have the guy who owns Funland, but you never really see those characters. Mm-hmm. So when you take her away, you really only have Stephen and like. Like, as far as main characters go, you have Steven. So you don't really have any characters of color in your main cast. You have Connie. Connie. Yeah, Yeah, you have Connie. And Connie's amazing, and I love her. And their family's great. I love that Connie is very explicitly Indian. Or not Indian, but South Asian. Um... Because I they never tell you that Connie is Indian, yeah. but yeah, specifically. But you know she's South Asian. I appreciate that. But yeah, so so Rebecca Sugar and care and just creators like her mm-hmm. get to make these characters that ha- that have all of the characteristics of a race, but they're not actually that race. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna still take the points for being for having a diverse cast. I will say that one thing. I don't know if this is from the show. I'm pretty sure it's from the show. But that sketch of like how not to draw Connie, where they try to do that cute button nose shit, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, her nose is like this draw her nose like this if you don't draw her nose like this this is not connie mm-hmm. and that that was all that was really nice that was nice to put out to the public because i'm pretty sure that's from that the was show. that wasn't from the show that's that was the show now that was a fan that was a fan who was like this is not connie well, good on that fucking fan yeah <laughs> good on that fan who was like you no 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 no. you're not about to undercut connie's nose connie's nose is one line and it's that one line 
on purpose. Yeah. Her nose is overarching. It is not underarching. She does not have a cute Disney button nose. She has a cute Connie nose. Yes. Like, fucking fight me again. <laughs> like, we're just going to be boxing all day. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, she, it, I'm good on that fan then. Uh, mm-hmm. Rebecca Sugar, you, you, I guess your stir has got that together because they never draw her yeah. with any, like, they, they're good on keeping her on model. They mm-hmm. don't, they don't, they don't switch her up or anything like that. So that's always nice. For a lot of shows, even with shows that are very highly expressive or have, like, consistently changing arc styles, they'll give you, like, a couple of, they'll give you, like, a couple of, um, of notes and be, like, you can, like, you, like, for Adventure Time, for, uh, Flapjack, for Steven, these were shows that were really expressive, mm-hmm. so they, their art styles were constantly shifting, but, um, but they'll sometimes have, like, certain notes and be, like, you can draw them like this, like this, like this, but you cannot do this. Mm-hmm. And that might be one of the things. Like, you can draw Connie itch any which way you want to, but do not change her nose or do not change her hair color or something like that. Mm-hmm. I know for, um, and like, uh, like I remember for Spongebob, I had like this how to draw Spongebob characters book. And it was like, you know, you can make Patrick really expressive and you have to use gestures to draw Spongebob, but like you cannot make Patrick's eyebrows look like this. They mm-hmm. look like this They mm-hmm. for this reason. I'm sure that's how it goes. Um, just like everyone has notes on how you're supposed to draw them. Yeah, you can go on. Steven very much is like, go off model, especially with those heights and, and weights and switch it up. You're so angry. <laughs> no, I, I, I like it. I like it because I can, I actually, I really like being able to tell who's drawing what. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> it's a fun game. I like this. I just remember <laughs> you were really pissed when somebody was like, oh, how tall are they? And they were like, you're going to hate us for this, but <laughs> all of their heights are relative. Sorry. I don't, disorganization <laughs> stresses me, but it's fun later it's just that at first i'm like oh golly god (laughs) (laughs) but if you if you stick by rose quartz being eight feet because that's what uh greg said if she's eight feet then his height really fluctuates Mm -hmm. because in um it wasn't sorry for steven it wasn't keeping it together what was it it was last episode or something not the last episode it was it was like the second to last episode let me see what was it called we need to talk and we need to talk He's like half her size. Yeah, she's that is a toddler man. <laughs> he had to stand on that. Speaker. He's like what twenty two? Yeah, he's he's not like sixteen, right? No. Okay. No, he's like an adult. Okay, he's a grown ass adult because he grows a lot between early twenties to to what forties now. He got he's tall. He's pretty tall. He's only tall in comparison to Stephen because there's no rows to make him look small. Okay, that because they said all their heights are relative, so he doesn't mm. look. He looks. Tall next to Steven. Mm. So, like, there's no Steven. Is he shorter than Pearl? Is he shorter than Pearl? I think they're the same size. They're the same height. Okay. Like, they're, they're like the exact same height. And they're the exact same height. Because he's forever. shorter than Garnet. He's shorter than Garnet, but everyone's shorter than Garnet. <laughs> Garnet's so tall. Garnet's so tall. Rose is taller than Garnet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. But she was really, really tall. He was like half her size. She was like, she was yeah, picking up a child. We, we so my much. beautiful husbands. I think they're married by that episode. I, know. Like, I think they're just dating. He says that they rush into this, and like you I can't rush into dating. You can rush into a relationship. You can rush into a relationship, but like you can also get out of one. I don't know the way. Like that's fair. That's a fair. I think. Assertion. I it just think. Seems like they I might think, be married. I think it was like no. I feel like that was like pretty soon after that was like that was a few months i mm-hmm. think that was pretty soon after they got together and he was like rushing to his relationship because they were like we have not that we don't he did he say they didn't have anything in common no he says i don't know anything about you. yeah and think, she was like that's a good thing yeah that didn't sound like marriage to me that just sounded like i loved that i love that moment so much why um, are you laughing why are you crying <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that oh uh, let's look i oh uh, there's not 
since since we don't feel like we really know Rose, I think it's hard to like talk about her. But like, um, good on them starting to show like uh, Rose with flaws. That's always I love that's that. That's been great. That's I been absolutely adore that. A joy. Yes, it truly has because since the beginning, like the first episode, mm-hmm. probably they're just like. Rose is perfect. And mm-hmm. that's how everyone talks about her. They're like, Rose was kind. She still is. She's just flawed perfect. Yeah, she's, she's, <laughs> and like, none of those things were not untrue. Rose is kind, and Rose does see the beauty and love and everything. Mm-hmm. But Rose is also, like, was also the general in a war. Mm-hmm. And Rose also defected from her home world, where she was probably so high-ranking because she was violent, too, mm-hmm. there. And, like, Rose... Like, Rose has flaws, and, like, Rose undercuts the shit out of Greg and doesn't respect him, and Mm -hmm. doesn't respect people in general. Mm -hmm. Like, loves them and thinks they're beautiful, but, like, in the same way that I love and think dogs are beautiful. And if dogs could speak, I'd probably respect them as well. Mm -hmm. And not to say that I don't respect dogs or whatever, but, like, I will admit... I'm not gonna give him a driver's license. Yeah, like, I'm not... Like, when my dog does something, I'm like, aw, that's so cute. And my dog's probably like, I'm I'm in distress. This is not (laughs) funny. What the fuck, bitch? Like, (laughs) Like, when my dog is probably trying to get out outside I'm like oh pup no you can't go outside it's hot out there and he's like I have business to attend to <laughs> business yeah like so that's that's how Rose treats him she's like in in the song even she's like um I didn't expect to find you quite this entertaining mm-hmm. and he and his face immediately drops and he's like wait mm-hmm. wait hold up <laughs> I'm an adult this is bullshit. I'm a grown man I'm a grown-up <laughs> but um but yeah, this uh, honestly, this makes me the the only thing that this gives me now is that I want them to show how she dealt with Pearl's uh, attraction to her. They a lot of people just keep kind of theorizing about it. I hope they show it in the show exactly how they dealt with it, so people can stop arguing about mm-hmm. it. Because even though even though people make good complaints on like a lot of different sides of like how Rose dealt with Pearl's, like it's not in any kind of factual sense at this point. We can. We know Rose is flawed now, so there are many ways that she could have handled that. It, as far as like I can tell, it doesn't look like she did, but I'd like to, I'd like to think that she does in some way. Rose comes off to me as a type of person who like like Rose seems to me like she was very she's poly like she's polyamorous and she is in a polyamorous relationship with two people who are not okay with being in a polyamorous relationship. And that's what, that's what that's Rose... That's a cool way to see that. I didn't see it that way, but I... I that's, that's how cool. Rose gets to me. Like, she, not the, not like, but she sees them on, like, different levels, I uh-huh. think. And at this point, I think she sees them on the same level in the way that she doesn't respect Greg, nor does she respect Pearl. Uh-huh. And she doesn't really respect their feelings for her and how intense they are. But, like, eventually, she comes to respect Greg's intense feelings for her. But, like, in the, um... In the, uh, in, um... In respecting that, I guess she let go of Pearl, because he's not comfortable with that polyamorous relationship. Exactly. So, like, when she, um, when she, when they form Rainbow Courts, you literally have to pause it. So I'm a little bit hard-pressed to call it a kiss, but when you do pause it, it definitely looks like a kiss, and Mm -hmm. I will believe it is a kiss. I will continue to believe it is a kiss. Um... But, like, it moves so quickly. It's literally, like, a frame of them being censored by Rose's hair and kissing and then making rainbow quartz. So, I'm, like, not going to fight anyone who says it was a kiss. I'm not going to fight anyone who says it is, um, who says it isn't. But, um, she, she kisses Pearl and she's, like, this, and, and, like, she doesn't think anything of it. Uh She just, she just kisses Pearl right in front of Greg. And I can only, like, I just feel like, she doesn't really see herself as being in, like, 
in a relationship with Pearl on, like, equal footing. Mm-hmm. And, um, but she does consider herself to, like, like, Pearl is, like, the type of girl that, you know, you have sex with after you've went on a date with your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, you... <laughs> anyway! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, poor Pearl! <laughs> I'm sorry, poor Pearl! That's just what I was thinking. Damn. <laughs> and, like, and like you you love her, and you yeah. think she's great, she's your, your gal pal, but she's your gal pal that you fuck, and, like, y'all make out sometimes... And like you don't think anything up, you don't think anything of it because mm-hmm. you're like, I love her and she's my friend, and sometimes we have sex. Mm-hmm. And Pearl is like, I love you so much, and I want to marry you. Mm-hmm. We don't have marrying on our planet, but I want to do it. Okay. Like, <laughs> I um, that's I haven't seen that anywhere. So that that's really cool. Um, I've seen that a couple of places. I have not seen it anywhere. I would say I would say on that note, cool on Greg for just being like okay with that kiss though. He was like totally okay with that kiss and he was at an angle where he could have saw it yeah. so like the thing about greg is he seems to be you know the boyfriend who's like because he's like 20 something here uh-huh. maybe even th- he's like maybe like late 20s or something mm-hmm. and he's like yeah there's this girl who i love or i like or whatever mm-hmm. and i'm dating her and i just want to be cool about it and she likes to make out with other people and i don't know how comfortable i am with that but i want to be cool about it so he's just like and when she turned into a giant woman who like does a death fall like it's fine <laughs> she, she he's like yeah that's pretty that's pretty great but like he's just like I, like so i don't really know if greg is polyamorous or not but i feel like in that moment it's just like he's like i don't know how comfortable i am with this but i'm gonna act like i'm comfortable with it because i love her and i really like her and i want this to work kind mm-hmm. of thing and pearl is not cool with it at all and is easily jealous but like she also just wants rose to have whatever she mm-hmm. wants and rose wants to have everything because Rose doesn't really respect anybody. And if you were that old and that powerful, would you? Mm-hmm. Like, I know, you're, so, I, I, I'm not going to adapt it, but I like it. <laughs> I think that's kind of my sit on it. I'd be like, yeah, listen to that one. That one's awesome. I know my take on it was kind of like, Rose feels like someone who like, would literally ignore the situation and like, ignore it and never, never fix it like at all. Just like, you know, <laughs> but like I it just it, it feels like something like she 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 would see it and she'd recognize it but she'd not not say be annoyed with it but like be like I'm not dealing with that <laughs> I'm I am not yeah. dealing with that she's and I, like that and I, one loves me and that one loves me and I like both of them both of them and I understand they're conflicting but <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with I'm gonna I'm that. just gonna I'm just gonna have fun yeah I'm just gonna I'm gonna have fun and that'd be that'd be yeah I just I I cause cause I can yeah I saw that's how I saw my my version of Rose but I'd like to see that she did deal with it like they talked about it and that either Pearl regressed after her death. Or, or, like, she just never caught it. She just never, she, Pearl, tr- Rose tried to talk to her about it, and she still, no. Like, it just, it didn't, it didn't go to her. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'd like to, I'd like to see them talk about it. I'd like to see them talk about so many things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hopefully they will. The thing mm-hmm. about Steven Universe is that I am not satisfied with it being only 15 minutes. <laughs> and that's truly what it comes down to at the end of the day. I really think that's what it, like, what drives me so much just drives me so ridiculously huh okay it just drives me about steven it's just the fact that it's it's 15 minutes which translates to translates to actually being something like 11 minutes 
And I want it to be at least 30 minutes <laughs> so they can have some actual exposition within the story. I want more two-parters. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'd like I'd like, I'd like, like that to not just be, like, for, say, for finales or, like, big plots. Maybe, like, a, a soft plot that's for whatever reason 30 minutes long. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good time yeah. for all to have. But, um, yeah, so, um, in notes, uh, you want to just talk about things we want to promote, things people should watch. <laughs> People should promote us. Oh my god. This is our first hey, episode. watch us. Hey, hey. Come back and listen yeah. and or read this. <laughs> but basically, yeah, um Yep, Steven Universe and Gravity Falls coming back July thirteenth. Um, Wonder Over saw- Yonder is supposed to come back sometime soon. Wonder Over Yonder is a mystery. <laughs> um, um, Inside Out was really cute. Uh, go watch that if you get the chance. That was super duper adorable. It is. It's really good. It's uh, it's, it's mm, so than- many noises. <laughs> better than Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it was. It's. It's. it's it, it gave me something quality. It felt new. Yeah. That was really nice. It felt new. I feel like I haven't felt something new from Pixar, Disney, that collaborate in a while. It felt like Wreck-It Ralph. In that it, it did. It did a lot of world building, and I appreciated oh, that. Oh, it did some good world building. It was just new and world building, and I appreciated mm-hmm. that. Um, so also, I, like I love when houses are made of candy, <laughs> and they had at least one house made of gingerbread. I love that shit. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, watch Randy Cunningham. Watch Randy Cunningham. Please. Lord God. It's not a show. It's a show that's like buy our merchandise, but they literally produce no merchandise. Um, if so, you, if, well, they don't really have the funds to produce merchandise. They don't, but also, the, you can literally only really support the show by watching on iTunes. Giving it ratings at this point seems to not be what they need. They need people to buy it on iTunes or to watch it on TV. If you have Disney XD, Please do watch it on television. It it's recorded on your DVR. I hear that works too. They mm-hmm. they count DVR now as a as a legit rating. They thing. should. I think I actually have Randy Cunningham set to automatically record so just good for that reason. But um, also uh, I just don't want what happened to Randy to happen. Like what happened to Kick Batowski to happen to Randy? Just mm-hmm. a show that's really quality. But since they put it on essentially what is Toon Disney, they like I hate when when channels just put really good shows on their like secondary channels mm-hmm. to die essentially. It, it, like you can't it's, really it's watch sentence. Randy. You can't. You can't unless you have money. You can't watch Randy unless you have money. It's it's yeah. They're already alienating part of their demographic. Uh, people who have extended cable and like most people do, or like a mm-hmm. lot of people have extended cable. But like it's just a show <laughs> that looks. If you don't, that's promoted terribly. If you don't know anything about it, it doesn't seem funny. Um, I remember we, me and Quinn were literally at Invader Con 2 and when we... Jonan Vasquez, when Jonan Vasquez showed the pilot, well, not the pilot, the trailer for Randy Cunningham, and we were like, that looks like fucking garbage. That looks like complete trash. And then we watched it, and it's hilarious. The it's comedy so is funny. so good. It's written so funny. It's really, 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 really good. So if you get the chance, just watch it. Buy it on iTunes. Try not to stream it illegally because that doesn't help them in any way. Um, you say know, that you're interested in getting merch if you do Twitter and stuff. Just say that you like the show, basically. Just promote Randy Cunningham. It's great. And I want it to stay on TV because it's funny. And, they, and those guys do really good work. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone should watch it. Yeah. Um, what else? What uh, else? What else? Zim's comic book coming out on July 8th. Yeah. Yes. Uh, buy it. There's 14 covers to choose from. Please pick one. <laughs> Just support this. 
It's been gone for so long. For like a decade and some change. It's, people keep saying 15 years. It's 14 years because it came out in 2001. In yeah, but it's, that's Children long. have been born and gone to high school in the yeah. time that Invader Zim has there been There are gone. high schoolers. There are ninth grade ninjas age. Just not, of, of I've Zim's. never seen. <laughs> Randy never saw Zim, and that is a travesty. <laughs> So, by, by Invader Zim's comic, uh, the people who are making it, are, Oni Press is obviously really, really excited about it. There are 14 variant covers. I've never seen that for anything in my life. <laughs> ever. I've, I've never seen anything with 14 variants of anything. We're not gonna try to talk comic books that much on here. I will Invader Zim was a cartoon first, so we will yeah, talk about we this will, comic book. We will talk about this comic book, and I can tell you, but I will tell you this about comic books. There are not 14 versions of a cover of anything. That's not a thing. There's one or two, and maybe one's a secret but like there's not 14 there's not it's not a thing this is horrific i'm so sad and poor <laughs> that's just me we'll end up getting them all we're gonna yeah. even if we have to keep those that comic running with our own blood sweat and tears yeah it will, uh, it will continue running it, i am so excited we will talk about zim we will have a zim episode by the time by the time the next um saturday morning cartoons airs it will be the 11th, which means the Zim comic will have come out, so we will tell you about it. Yes, um, yes, yes. And then after that, Steven Bomb happens, so we will tell you about that as after, well. After the that. point is, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good month for cartoons. Yeah. So watch cartoons, continue watching cartoons. Obviously, uh, this podcast is still getting put together. I think we're what we're kind of going for is to let you know what we're going to talk about ahead of time and maybe keep it to two topics. But we want to kind of show you all the branches that we have and what we watch and uh, so many irons in the yeah. fire. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, just to kind of give you an idea of what we're going to talk about. It's going to be really occurring. This is gonna sound like a Steven Universe podcast a lot of the time, but I swear to you, it is an Invader Zim podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, you know, for our first episode, I don't think, I don't think we crashed and burned. I don't uh, think that was terrible. Nope, it's, this is pretty alright. Um, so, yeah, um, uh, comment on it, tell us what you think, suggest cartoons to us, please new things. Um, if you don't have cartoons to, to suggest and you have, like, a cartoon you want us to talk about, we will definitely consider talking about it. Ideas. If it's Steven Universe, we will already talk about it. Don't ask. Um. <laughs> Ideas, topics. We're we're looking to to make this. I don't know more. Uh, interactive. 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 <laughs> um, if you have questions, it'd be fun to answer questions. You probably won't have questions. But if you do, <laughs> we're still new and shiny to you. So, so shiny. <laughs> so if you have questions, uh, let us know. And, you know, thanks for listening. If you are listening, this is one podcast in a sea of shame. What was it? You're a drop of embarrassment in a sea of shame. Yep. So uh, this is a pot. This is one podcast in a sea of self-delusion. And <laughs> <laughs> but listen to it anyway. It's fun. We're fun. Uh, we will be updating Every Saturday morning. Every Saturday that morning. That is the goal. Every every week. Um, that is the aim. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons. Get some. Bye, guys. <laughs>